Last time on Universe RJ. Simmer down, bud. Take your weird, creepy boner to the fucking internet. Greetings, humans. You are now listening to the universe according to Rex and Jonas. podcast ass welcome to the universe according to rex and jonas greetings humans i am rex the deepest darkest most mysterious and sensual of blacks and i am the most patient and sturdy and reliable of browns joe nasty draws Mm, brown joe nasty draws Mm, that's that's a a horrible name still it's still a horrible (laughs) name but we still go no it's it's fantastic. Uh, I, yes. Uh, Rex, I imagine that when we do come up with merch, we're having brown underwear. <laughs> oh, oh, for sure. With streaks. <laughs> that would be horrible. Ooh. That would be the worst. Um, Yo, wait, wait. Brown underwear, black streaks, black underwear, brown streaks. There we on go. The outside. <laughs> Anyways, guys, welcome to the podcast. Uh, so here's the deal. We... I fucked up. It was my fault. I blamed this on myself. We recorded an episode with a special guest. We recorded a two-hour episode. Great two hours. Great two-hour episode with a friend of ours who I will introduce. Uh, but I feel I, I at the end of the episode we go, hey, do you have uh, just send it to me as a wave or MP3? And he just goes, what are you talking about? And that's when I realized I forgot to tell this this guy. Hey, let's rec- you had to record on your end as well. Anyways, let's reintroduce our guest, our wonderful guest, who is the best sport in the world, who uh, is a musician master. A uh, Rex, what else could you describe him as? We would could, we could describe him as a, a maestro of uh, various talents. He's a multi instrumentalist. He's a fellow bald man. He is an enthusiast of all things that are pop culture. He is a former Viner, currently a part of a giant company that's taken over a significant portion of the musical instrument world. His name, ladies and gentlemen, is Ben Ash. What's happening, guys? Glad to be doing this technically for a second time. Um, you Um, You know what we didn't do last time, Ben, actually? What did we not do? We didn't give you a title. We always give our guests oh. a title, so you know Rex and I are the black and the brown, um, and pers- uh, respectively, uh, we have people that are the eggshell. The what was uh, I think uh, Shubes was the eggshell, right? Because yes. he didn't have a Twitter avatar. Like, what does so, that mean? It's like you're you're a creator. You're a creator in our world because you're a guest. No, I meant like an eggshell. What idea. was the eggshell I- thing about? Oh, because he's white. Because he's white. Oh, I thought it was fragile, or he had a Twitter avatar that didn't actually have a picture. Yes. That's me overthinking yes. this, so I apologize for that. 
That's that's where my head always goes. No problem. But ben, if you would ben, like to ben, give ben, yourself ben. a title, we would not mind for you to pick. No, a title. no, 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 no. Would I you? have a title. No, oh, yeah, I, I can't have give a myself title. a title. That's narcissistic. I'm gonna give you a title right now. Hold on, please. Here, here we go. You ready? Ben, the ivory. Ooh. The ivory. Because so every white guy is going to have some shade of white yes. as yes. their title. Yes, you uh, are. I think I'm happy. Also, her. because because <laughs> you can play piano, you can tickle those ivories. Oh, oh, there we go. <laughs> I can there dig it. All right, it went from being slightly racist to being quite the flattering compliment of a title <laughs> exactly um no but i i, but, I digress um i'm um, heather has uh i think she got the title of white first so just yeah, plain color was... well that she does the color themes so that makes sense that makes sense she was also our first official white uh guests <laughs> how, now forgive me for asking how many guests weren't white before she showed up one one we only had we one had okay. You made it we sound were. like that you were going like coloring the palette of Earth with guests before you're like, and now for our first Caucasian guest, we have to case, do multiple kinds of white because we've had multiple kinds of white people on this. Show. Fair enough. So, so, by the way, to defend why I totally screwed up the recording, what's funny is that being a music nerd like myself, uh, when, before we started the last one, Brian slash Rex goes. I'm using Audacity. What do you use? And so my brain goes, oh, this is just us talking about DAW slash digital audio workstation. So I'm like, I use Ableton. It's what I use. Not realizing that Brian slash Rex was asking me, which one am I using to record this episode? So it went right over my head. I'm thinking someone on their end's recording it. And that's on me. I apologize. Should have been more thorough. It, it was be fair. I could have been a little more clear because I just I just assume everybody knows <laughs> that we do this bootleg shit the most getaway possible. And yeah, everybody's recording their own stuff. Podcast. So, so I was podcasts, like, oh, yeah, he knows what's, he knows what's up. Yeah. What yeah. you using, Ben? I, 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 will, I will blame myself the most because I was talking to Ben about this the longest. And I should have been like, hey because we we just had another guest who um he knew our our setup already and i have had to tell other people before so when we had that we've it's been a while since we had a guest it's been 50, uh 20 episodes since 50, we had a guest maybe so oh, about yeah. to say 20, 20 years kind of, yeah kind of skipped our mind a little bit but you know what rather than blame ourselves let's work together today and do what we do when we have a guest on on our podcast, and that is a reboot episode, guys. We're rebooting a TV show, and I would like to give the helm back to my buddy Ben here. Well, actually, Ben, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself since we missed the uh, last time recording. So, what to tell you about myself? Um, well, you guys know my name. I am a musician. Uh, I primarily work for my family business sam ash music mm -hmm. which is a national retail chain of music stores we are the arguably i think we are the biggest uh family-owned operation can't say we're the biggest in the game but we definitely made a mark been around for almost 100 years which is mm -hmm. crazy to think about in any respect and when i'm not working at my job um playing a lot of music. Now I'm doing a lot more gigs, try to consume as much media of all fashions as possible, whether book, comic book, TV, movie. So I'm a pop culture junkie when I'm not a music junkie. Mm -hmm. And 
Yeah, I think that about covers it. Unless there's something you guys can remind me of. But I think, yeah, that's pretty much it. I'm a musician. Love pop culture. He is a master. Work at Sam Ash Music. He is a savant. A modern savant. A modern. Indeedly do. Yes. Um, So... With that being said, I'd like to t- let Ben tell the uh, what we are rebooting this week with our guest. So, so when uh, you guys told me to be on the podcast, you go, "All right, so we want to reboot a show hypothetically. Which one would you choose?" And I was going through my head, and I picked some. And originally, I wanted to do Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers. That was my first choice because it's a great show. Mm-hmm. But the the not the problem per se, but the reason I couldn't choose that is technically it's being rebooted in the new DuckTales season. They're bringing back Tailspin and they're bringing back Darkwing Duck and they're bringing back Chip and Dale. So I was like, yeah, I can't really reboot it if they've already decided in a sense it's rebooted. So I went through all the things I love. I love a lot of cartoons, obviously, but the one I thought not only would be great as a reboot, but has potential of new content was Clone High. One of my all-time favorite cartoons, did not last a long time, think only had 12 episodes, uh, was on MTV back in 2000-something, and it's genuinely hilarious. Uh, Everybody involved in it has gone on to do things or was in amazing things, and it's also the one that legitimately, in my mind, has the weight to actually bring it back to TV or streaming or whatever, because... The creators are Phil Lord and Chris Miller, who have done, since then, Last Man on Earth, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs, um, the Lego movie, I think also the Lego Bat, like the Batman Lego movie, or whatever the title is of that, and most importantly to me, because it's one of my new favorite movies, is uh, Spider-Man Into the the Spider-Verse. They, I, they they didn't direct it, but they both produced and or wrote some of the movie, and it's truly amazing, and the two of them just crank out amazing stuff. I've never seen something by them that wasn't at least good, if not amazing. And Clone High is definitely the thing that got me familiar with their names. Mm -hmm. And I mean, the cast is, you have Will Forte playing Abraham Lincoln. You have Nicole Sullivan as Joan of Arc. You have Krista Miller from Scrubs. Oh, I should say Nicole Sullivan was most famous for Mad TV. Krista Miller from Scrubs, who is Dr. Cox's... um, wife yeah was joan uh was cleopatra michael mcdonald from mad tv was gandhi one of my all-time favorite Mm -hmm. characters and unfortunately the reason it didn't get a second season and a bunch of other people it's just like so many cameos both playing themselves or famous people (coughs) um but we can get into it i mean i this is me just saying it's one of my favorite shows it's a very clever i should actually tell you what the show's about yeah show's about and with the great theme song, it has it basically tells you the whole plot, but it's essentially scientist decides he's going to have a high school of a bunch of clones of historical figures. That doesn't mean they have the same memories as their historical figures. They just are physically the same people. But the show goes through all of these people going to high school and having a more or less Dawson's Creek type drama and melodrama throughout the whole series of love triangles and jealousy and popularity done in a very funny and ridiculous and surreal way yeah so nice. <laughs> yeah yeah well, <laughs> that sums it up just yeah no i was just like i was waiting for you to see if you were finished but you did um but yeah i remember i was we talked about this i remember watching this as a as a kid as well when it was on uh mtv, MTV and it was so stylized and then i think it was what's that what year did it come out 
2000. I think it was 2002. 2002. When yeah. Sam- it, it was by the same animation studio as Samurai Jack, right? I felt like there's a lot of Samurai Jack stylization. It has there. that kind of... Um, boxy a, feel. Like the, right, slight like boxy, but not... I would not doubt if it wasn't the same animation team, it was at least the same um, animators slash storyboard artists slash whomever is the... Cause Obviously, Gendy Tartakovsky has that style, mm-hmm. but Gendy wasn't involved in the show. Mm-hmm. That correct me if I'm wrong. If anyone's listening to this, feel free to like let me know and yell from the rooftops. But yeah, it's got a very Gendy Tartakovsky art style yeah. without mm-hmm. it being his project. Yeah. What what the art style reminds me of? Um, it's a very it's it's usually associated with a lot of Canadian based cartoons. Now that I think about it. Um, because it has a very similar art style to Total Drama Island. Yeah, it does. Yes. Okay. Funny you mentioned that because I got this on DVD at Amoeba Records in California, and the distributor of it was a Canadian company, and I can't remember the name of it. But yeah. I actually come to think of it, I would not doubt that people who work on that show, Total Drama Island, started on Clone High. I haven't yeah. seen it, but I've heard very good things about it, even though it's targeted to kids. Total but Drama yeah. Island is wild as fuck. Because the girl <laughs> with the blue hair, now that I think about it, is almost like a take on Joan of Arc. Yeah. Yeah. Also, you know, they have, they, they, uh, Teen Titans Go, that show. Oh, yeah. I heard oh, about yeah, that. Oh, yeah. They too. made them into little kids. <laughs> they, so. Muppet Babies is original, go on. though. Um, oh, yeah. But, uh, before we get into, like, our rebooting stuff, I was looking at the trivia and stuff like that. Um,. I saw this one and I just thought it was funny. In in the prom episode, episode thirteen, when Joan of Arc's breasts are visible for a split oh. second, where her nipple should be, are the words "nice try." So I was like, "Yeah." Oh. And mind you, this was when you could only rewind it with literally a VCR. Yeah. Or if you just paused it right, because we did, for people listening that are younger than me, <laughs> there was a time before not only streaming but DVR and. You just, unless you were some super wealthy kid who had every gadget, you couldn't really pause shows. Yeah. So some kid either probably took a photograph of it or filmed it with their camera and went through it slowly or something like that. Frame by frame. Yeah. Something ridiculous like that. So I I have no doubt that's what happened. I'm so glad we are out of the age where people, like there was a, there was a time in the beginning of YouTube where a lot of shit was just people filming things with a camcorder. (laughs) And just filming a TV screen. And I'm glad that technology oh, has progressed. What do you mean? People still do that. Do you know how many times I see something on Twitter where it's some kid who just is like, oh, wow, this basketball game shot. What a-. I don't basketball game shot. <laughs> like someone's like watching at the NBA and someone makes a shot and they just filmed it with their phone because they wanted to be the first person to have it on Twitter. So it's not so much yeah. they wanted it for quality. They just were like, I'm first. I'm great. Give me those likes and retweets. Let me promote my SoundCloud. Yeah. Um, but there was a time where we had no choice. Yeah. But I, uh, you would, they still, and like, the screen would go black and you see the guy's dick in the reflection. <laughs> of the TV so, uh, there was a, recently someone did that, uh, during a controversy where that girl was hitting her dog on. Oh, video. that was bad. She, instead of yeah. recording the, Instead of saving the video, he straight up just recorded the screen because it's like, I'm not going to have enough time to save this because she's probably already taking it down. Uh, Which is, yeah. yeah, I mean, that was smart of that person to do. Side note, that was a real, how do you, 
accidentally upload a video of you beating the crap out of your dog and spitting in its face? I don't know. How does that, like, you don't review as a YouTube person, like, oh, this is what I'm going to post in front of the entire world. Might as well make sure it's good. Yeah. It's also an uh, unedited version, so wouldn't she be like, this video is longer than you Longer than it right. should be. Or just skim it, man. I mean, like, or she probably uploaded the wrong file, like one was called take and the other one was like take two and she clicked the take version instead of, or the tri- untrimmed version, whatever. This podcast is not about dog abusers. This is about wonderful cartoons that should come back to the foray exactly. of television. So, as we uh, had discussed, we want to make it more modern, I guess, because we have so many more, not, not that this is a great thing, but there are more celebrity deaths that we could possibly clone yay yay no, but that was that but in as far as creativity that is something to explore because since 2002 it's been 17 years since the show's been off the air and like yeah. jonas said it's unfortunate i uh you know what's funny um wait no i'll save that for later but um so that's the thing is that we can explore unfortunately new deaths and how they can apply to this universe and that's one of the things is Spoiler alert for those who have not watched the show, although it is great and although it's been on for seven or it's been off the air for 17 years and you can watch every episode on YouTube, wink, wink, hint, hint. Mm. Um, the episode, the show, the show ends where all of the clones in the high school get frozen in a freezer and it's a cliffhanger. You don't know what's going to happen if they ever get out. Obviously, they were hoping for a season two, I imagined, but uh, things transpired where they were actually forced never to make another episode. And I'll go- get into that in another minute. But uh, the question was, uh, do you continue it like when they unfreeze, it's just a day later or it's 17 years later? So if it's a day later, then you you can only work with everyone who passed away from 2002 and before. Yeah. But if you do Might it well where do it's 17 years later. Yeah, no, that makes the most sense. Seventeen years later. Well, what we could do is also start the episode where it's a day later, and then cut to the future seventeen years later within the same episode. Abraham, right to just see, yeah, Abraham Lincoln's grown up, uh, Joan of Arc's all grown up, and they're doing these different things, kind of like a reunion thing. But then they are teaching back at their clone at the clone high or something like that. So like Degrassi, the next generation, but with clone. Oh my goodness, that is such a, like, I, I'm not saying this is a mean way. That is both dumb and amazing of an idea to parody Degrassi the next generation. Yes. Oh, yeah. Because come to think of it. Because I have an idea. What's where, up? Like, I, I was thinking, like, do that. And, like, they're just, like, Cleopatra and, and Lincoln and Joan of Arc, they're confused as to why most of the students at the school now are clones, but they're not clones of important historical figures they're oh, more so no. clones oh, of celebrities yeah like just bottom and, of the barrel f- people who existed and died yeah yeah and bottom like that and like there's celebrities who weren't super famous but known about like i feel i feel like there should at least be one gag where there is a one-sided rivalry between michael jackson and farrah Fawcett. oh my god Holy Why? Shit, forgive pre- me. 
Because they died the- on the same day. Yeah, they died on the same day. Oh man, that's right. And she got overshadowed, unfortunately. She got <laughs> super overshadowed. Oh man, that's a really deep joke. By the way, that's like rest, oh good. Rest in peace, Farrah Fawcett. Rest in peace, peace Farrah Most of the people were about to mention. Um, uh, <laughs> that's actually uh, great. I could you imagine if they brought back like I may it may be a too it may be a too soon thing, but like. Who uh who's the one that died the uh SoundCloud rapper? Um XXX X Ten X Ten XSS Tentacion? Was that his name is Yeah. Wasn't there another one that died that people actually liked? Not a SoundCloud rapper, but like Mac Miller unfortunately passed. Mac Miller died. Not SoundCloud. Mac Miller, Jimmy Wapo, he was a SoundCloud rapper. He this died shouldn't as be well. this hard of a question. That's how sad it um, is that so many people have been passing away that have some kind of fame to yeah. them. Lil Peep passed away too. Oh, Lil Peep, that's what uh, I was thinking yeah. about. Yeah, he's Peep. actually. I like his stuff. Or um, I like. I like yeah. his stuff. Unfortunately, he's not around. But yes, um, I was uh, thinking also there would be a great episode if uh, they were like went to the laboratory to see the clones and they were just like wipe away like a sign and it says like betty white it's like what she's not dead yet well we're just being prepared <laughs> <laughs> that's actually that's really man we've had to restart this program a bunch of times so we're just keeping it on ice this time that's actually fucking awesome that's a really good joke uh, uh the, yeah you could do a million things um i have to bounce this over to brian though because he came up with uh, on the last episode, but it's like it's too good not to repeat. So, what was oh, you yeah. had a specific uh, historic historical figure and what he would be in this version of the high school? Yeah, I would want Malcolm X to come and join the high school, but he's a SoundCloud rapper now, yeah. and he's always promoting his mixtape and his and his rap name is Lil Mal L. Low Mal X, yeah. which I, that's amazing. That's like it works so well. It works well. It's I mean, it's parodying now the artist with the longest single at number one on the Billboard chart. So it's not like no one will get the joke. Yeah, and there's just something and nothing against Malcolm X and what he did, but there's something kind of hilarious about diminishing everything he stood for. Like, and that's the whole thing about Clone Eyes: diminishing what they're like. Abraham Lincoln's a wuss in this high school. And now you're making Malcolm X a SoundCloud rapper. Yeah. Which I think he was a party guy. Hyperactive ADHD. By the way, speaking of um, making a a Degrassi kind of parody, what if uh, uh, Gandhi was the the Aubrey character, uh, Drake? Drake character from Degrassi, oh, where, no. he, where he was in the wheelchair. It's <laughs> horrible. But uh, I think there's something you could do that, but he has to just use the wheelchair for a while, and people are like, "But you're fine. You can yeah. walk." He goes, "I know, but I'm so tired all <laughs> yeah. the time." That just something re- seems like a a very Gandhi thing in that show to do. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah, yeah, 100. percent I even thought of some other historical figures that what you could do with them, like. We we also were thinking about you were saying Sigmund Freud Brian was oh, yeah. um a, like a nice guy type. Yeah. A I'm Fedorian. a nice guy. S- Sigmund Freud as a Fedorian. 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 <laughs> a straight up Fedorian neckbeard piece of shit. Just uh He's just like, "Why won't you sleep with me? You want to sleep with your mother, but you don't want to sleep with me? That's fucked up." <laughs> 
that's real fucked. What's going on? I'm guys? a nice guy, all right. Who do we say his sidekick would be? Um, oh yeah, I, we had a sidekick. Did we discuss that? I thought we did. I can't remember. I remember you what, also. I suggest uh, you what was up, Alexander Graham Bell. Right was uh, all about technology and like doing the new like the newest phones. But he kept a. Uh, but then Rex suggested that he kept a. Uh, a, li- a landline near him at all times that would just travel. With oh him right, off-screen. and the cord's just always off screen. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then I thought of some other ones, like you. Oh, you wait. Before I think, uh, mention the ones I thought of. Um, you said Stan Lee. Oh yeah, Stan Lee. But we all agreed oh, yeah. Stan Lee one has to be seen at least once per episode, kind of like the snail on Adventure Time. Like he yeah. doesn't have to yeah. make an appearance in the front of the camera. Just like, hey, catch background. him if you can find him. But also the fact that he looks like an old Stanley, not a young high school Stanley. Yeah. yeah. And he's just like the not cool kid that's always trying to be a part of every group. Like, Excelsior, fellow high schoolers. God, that would be the best. We, we also had the idea of Donald Trump breaking into the school and trying to be a student, but it's not, a, and he's pretending to be a clone of himself. Yes. To right. fit in. And then, like something about his dad is at the is at the high school. Like Fred Trump is a clone at the high school, and fucking hates his guts. Just hates him so much. Hey, you're a piece of shit. Don't talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> but he like you're he, you're I'm the cool kid in school, and you're ruining my vibe, Don. <laughs> or something I, like that. I honestly feel like Julius Caesar should show up. Was he in the original? He was in the original. I actually, yeah. just in case, I came up with a, like, I didn't write this list, but someone posted all of the different historical figures that have ever been on the show. Um, mm-hmm. And so based on that, there are some that I thought of that weren't thankfully on the list. Like, I thought Benedict Arnold would be a tattletale in the high school. Mm. Just the kid who just, bra- like, tells the teacher everything he the, heard the students saying. The Randall. Paul Revere could be the, like, on the on the uh you know the tv news that they do at yes. schools now that'd be great see yeah. awesome uh at, obviously for i mean this is almost too obvious of a joke but edgar Allan poe is a goth kid or edgar Allan poe is just like the happiest go lucky nothing ever is bad he looks exactly like edgar Allan poe but he's just sad like, face the and everything but but just positive he right. should or, be the like overly positive he should be school cheerleader Slash overly positive youth pastor. Ooh, yeah, that's good. okay. Um, um, then I th- I thought of Elizabeth Taylor, but she always has a new boyfriend in every single episode. Okay, that's a, that's a that's a corny joke, but yeah, if you have to fill up something and you have to come up with a joke, what were you thinking? Um, I was well. I wanted to bring up the uh, that we were gonna try to do other clone highs also exist in this world. Right. That have different suits, but then, like, one of them's just like, oh, they have an Abraham Lincoln? We can do better. We ha- we have a better Abraham Lincoln, and it's just, like, this new and improved jacked uh, Abraham Lincoln. Is, I just imagine a whole high school of just jacked versions of the other characters. Uh-huh. No matter yeah. what, like, there's a jacked Joan of Arc. Yes. Um, But you were also saying that there was an evil high school? Like, yeah, well, it just has, like... All the most infamous people in history, like, it have, like, fucking Pol Pot and fucking uh, Ted Bundy's the most popular guy at that high school, and his best friend is fucking Charles Manson. 
and they have like a subtle rivalry to see who's the most charming and can sway people to their side. Yeah. And they all make uh, fun of Hitler. They're just like, you're a dick. You're a bitch. What I learned, though, is apparently Hitler was at Clone High. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe he's a transfer student. Yeah, and they just make fun of him the whole time. You could also have something like Bonnie and Clyde, who aren't Ooh. necessarily evil evil, but the fact that yeah. like they were... And they could always be like the sloppy PDA couple in the high school. Mm. Give me that but PDA, something, baby. I, I feel like they're j- the joke with them is they're never not making out, but they're still doing things like... They'll like steal a kid's lunch money while they're still making out. So it's just like, and then just a hand reaches over and steals something. Um, And they run away while still kissing. Oh yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. Just always, it's always just two faces, almost Siamese and they just do everything. It would like, those are the gags I could see in the show. Um, and then I thought of some, one more like normal one. And then I thought of a really, a, a couple messed up ones which was well the first one was i thought something like howard hughes was the like the weird wealthy kid mm-hmm. in the school but for some reason all the weird stuff he does becomes a trend like he infamously wore i think it was tissue boxes on his feet and so that becomes the new shoe everybody wants to wear and it's just a throwaway gag yeah um like for one episode but the the few that i had that if they wanted to go dark with it is they have and forgive me, audience that's listening, and forgive me, the two of you. Um, <laughs> something about Paul Walker getting his license Ooh. and saying, hey, guys, who wants to go for a spin? Wait for it. And Ryan Dunn jumps in the car to join oh, him from Jackass. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's bad. That's if they that's really bad. want to take it to a dark place. That is. Um, you want to take it even darker, they could get into a fucking race with James Dean. Oh, like. duh, duh. Nice. I don't know how I didn't think of that. Yeah. Oh yeah, man, that's what yeah. we're here for. We're here to we're here to give you other ideas of horrible j- gags. Or um, like, there's always the school ski trip, and it'd have to be conducted by Sonny Bono. Mm. Well, I don't uh, know if you guys and uh, son- As, that one's over my head. Yeah, that okay. one's over Unfortunately, me. Sonny Bono went skiing and slammed right into a tree, and that's how he died. Ooh. Oh shit! Yeah, that's that's or Jeffrey Dahmer is the one that's leading it. I feel like he's in home ec. <laughs> uh, I feel like that's his whole thing is that nobody trusts the food he makes. Oh, that, oh, he's cafe, he's the cafeteria lady, or that. Yeah, that's that's mm. good too. See, that's the uh, thing is with the show, you gotta have some totally messed up stuff as far as jokes. Want like even they had uh, the twin Elvises where the fat one was chugging pills. <laughs> Oh. God. So I mean, like, and especially if this is going on streaming where there's almost no censoring, yeah, they can go, I, they can go crazy. Yeah, we were saying let's do this as a streaming show. Um, Amazon doesn't give a shit. Have you seen the boys? That shit's crazy. Oh man, I love that show. Um, we, you know, what's weird? You know what I was thinking? Don't have Alexander Graham Bell be the phone guy. Don't be. Don't have him be this technologically. Oh, check this thing out. Have it be Steve Jobs. Me? Oh, Steve Jobs. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. But then he'll, he'll, Graham Bell. he'll always be like, oh, yeah, that's a nice computer. But have you tried this? And he's like always pushing his Apple products. Yeah, I think there's something about Jobs and Bell against each other or something funny about Bell's being technologically technologically illiterate and mm-hmm. Steve Jobs not f- figuring out. A good invention like all of his inventions are so close to being great 
and then they have yeah. something totally fucking stupid about them. Yeah, like, yeah. hey guys, I have created a phone that can shave your cat, and they're like, why would I need that? It's like, doesn't everybody? No, I don't. I'm just coming up with this off the top of my head. It's probably mm-hmm. even my idea for Steve Jobs' dumb idea is a dumb idea. <laughs> That's meta for you guys. I thought it was great. I Thank you, great. Jonas. It was a great dumb idea. You're Thanks, smart. bud. <laughs> um, we are chocked full of them here. We are. Uh, but yeah, that's basically that's what we had discussed the last time. Uh, do you have any other uh, any other any other thing that you want to add to that? Um, as far as like characters, the well is dry unless we just start talking and something comes up. But I'm just I, gonna keep it real with you guys. Martin Luther King should be in this show again. I think he, but this, oh, again. he was. He right. should be in it again. But it's a new clone of Martin Luther King, who is a known ladies' man. Mm. Or maybe he just Martin, gets he just becomes a ladies' man. And they don't explain it. Yeah, he becomes a ladies' man because apparently Martin Luther King used to fuck a lot. <laughs> I mean, he, I can see that. This guy fucks. This guy. He's very guy handsome. Fucks. I'm gonna I'm gonna say it right now, guys. Martin Luther King Jr. is handsome. There was he some... just walk up to people and be like, I have a dream that I'm going to lay the smack down on that ass tonight. And he's <laughs> like, yes, yes, please, take me. It's more messed up that how good that impression was. <laughs> like, it wasn't like, I have a dream that, like, if I did the impression, it would just be both horribly offensive because I can't do it well <laughs> uh-huh. and I that I shouldn't do it. Yes. So, uh, baby girl, I have a dream that you showed me what that mouth do, <laughs> and it was beyond comprehension. That's just oh hey, that's God. just not, that's just like Martin Luther King Jr. at a at a school party where all the clones are just chilling out. Man, uh, but th- this is what's great about this is that we're thinking and qu- and hoping that certain s- historical figures would show up, and I think. Yeah. If it came back, that would be the thing. I think it's the type of show that the same audience that loves Rick and Morty would love this. But it doesn't have to be the whole like, you have to have a high IQ in order to enjoy Rick and Morty. It's just like, oh, it's funny and there's a story. Granted, there will be those people like, I bet someone didn't get that historical reference. (laughs) (laughs) I will say this. People that like Rick and Morty, I don't like those people. (laughs) Well... Uh, to counter that, I do like the show. Ooh, but no, I do like the show. But the fandom like that and a lot of others can be gross and toxic. Like there's so many shows that are great, but because they get so great, people get really over enthused about them. Like Steven Universe is a great show. You do not want to know most of that fan base. Some of them are lovely people who are inspired and some of them make you feel bad that you don't get the certain nuances of the show. It's like. Dude, this yeah. is made for 10-year-olds and younger. Relax. Yeah. Yeah. Or bronies. Um, like, get I get it, guys. Yeah, the bronies have simmered down. Yeah, since. But, like, when they first started, it was kind of, like, aggressive. But, you know, like, it's a good, wholesome show. and It's, it's kind of like it's K-pop stands now. But that's the thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? What What's ironic is all of these fandoms are just that. It's a very niche fandom. Like, it's not like... Oh, we all like a famous football team or something like that. It's more like because people think they found this thing like in a hole in a tree. Like it's almost like they discovered it. And so they have this entitlement of, oh, I know why this show's great. And you're just a bandwagoner. You didn't watch Rick and Morty when it premiered. You just got it on streaming. And that's it's like, 
we should all just be grateful people enjoy the same stuff. Don't ruin exactly. it by being better than and holier than thou about something. Yeah, yeah like, Rick and Morty stands. There were people who tried to do that with Tim and Eric, which I found hilarious. Like, yeah, I was watching Tim and Eric before it was cool. Like, bitch, it's always been up. cool. We all watch. We always we all watched it. We all woke up at twelve o'clock, no, three o'clock <laughs> in the morning, and saw some weird shit on our TV screens. Was like, what the fuck is on my TV? Who's and it was the, Tim and Eric. What's Eric's full name? Wareheim. Eric. Yeah. Was it? Eric Wareheim and Tim Heidecker. Okay. Yeah. I think Tim Heidecker is great by himself. I think Eric Weinheimer. Wareheimer. Like to wear a high. Wareheim, not Heimer. I don't know why I said Heimer. Wareheim. Like wear, like to wear clothes, and Heim, like the band. (laughs) Okay. Well, I think Eric Wareheim and uh, Tim Heidecker are great individually. I don't. I never really got the show. Like I watched it a couple times. It's it's really weird. A very specific type of humor. It's yeah. not yeah. look, it's not for everybody. It's like Mr. Show was a great show, but it was not for everybody. The state. Um there's a lot of those sketch shows that have a very unique sensibility to their humor that some people resonated with and worship, and others were like, This is the dumbest thing, I don't get it, blah blah blah. Yeah. What was that one uh show that Az- Aziz and Sorry had? Giant robot or something like that? Human giant. Human giant. Human giant. Uh, that was a weird I always time. forget that Tim and Eric wasn't even there for a show. No, it's like, Tom Goes it was, as the Mayor. Yeah, Tom Goes as the Mayor was way weirder than Tim and Eric, in my opinion. It, yeah, it was. that was more like a weird situational... It's a sitcom. I don't know why I had to say situational comedy. but And, and they were fucking cutouts and just moving around their black and white cutout versions of themselves. It was very... It's funny. I love the show, but it it's hilarious. definitely not for everybody. It's that kind of on the cusp of quote-unquote random humor without being mm. so random if that makes yeah. sense yeah yeah kind of like perfect hair forever nobody remembers that weird i show. remember it coming out and i didn't get it because at the time when it came out i just didn't but now i i've actually been meaning to watch it because as a bald man and a sit uh show about a guy trying to find the perfect hair is hilarious yeah. what was it it Took over someone's time slot, and that was the April Fool's joke. Squidbillies. Squidbillies. Right. <laughs> People were pissed about that. They were so angry. See, that it was hilarious. That was like me, though. This shows how old I am. When I think it was the season two or season three intro, uh, season two or three opening episode of the season four South Park, they mm-hmm. did. The cliffhanger is, who is Cotman's dad? Is it Officer Bob Brady? The Denver Broncos. Like, they did a whole thing. And so everyone was waiting a year for a new season. And then they did Terrence and Phillip, not without my anus. And people were fucking pissed off. They had to wait, wait another week just yeah. for that. Yeah. Nowadays, you can By just way, binge it on Hulu. That was a great impression of their oh, narrator. I love South Park, but I, we can't talk about it because it's still on TV. Yeah. I mean, we could uh, talk about we it, always, but we can't make it a po- topic of the episode. We can always talk about mm. baseball later, too. <laughs> oh, man. I love that movie. Actually. So much. You might, I might ask you to be on an episode of the Rough Night Movie Podcast, which is the other podcast I have with Allison Mulcrone. And, uh, if it's Adam. about basketball, I'm going to make your ears bleed because I'm just going to not stop gonna, talking about it. It's going to be about one of the episodes going to be about basketball soon. Oh, my fuck. I can't um, wait. I'll ha- I'll so for those listening to this, if you like what I am saying and want to hear more what I'm saying, 
I would tune into that episode hoping and willing that's going to happen. If you're already sick and tired of my shit, I apologize sincerely. <laughs> no one would ever be sick and tired of your shit. You're Aww. you're <laughs> you are coming in hot with all these great amazing ideas. Um so if if had the chance we would of course get the original writers to do this but we'd be like hey can you just like hire hire me rex and and ben as like you know consulting writers yeah just give me a credit just so i can see my favorite show and my name's in the credit it can even be special thanks to and i'll take that that that's fine with me put us in the um put us in the writer's room hell i I am an aspiring voice actor in the sense that I just would love to be invited to be a voice on a show. I'll be even just a throwaway gag of a historical character on that show. Rex could be uh, Martin uh, Luther King. Martin Luther King and Malcolm X. Yeah, I think I think that that's already set in stone. That needs to happen. Who but would you be? Who would you want to be? Who would I be? Yeah. Weird. I never actually thought about that question. Because I just never assumed I'd ever voice anything on a show unless I was a voice actor by trade. I would think, I know this is so stupid or obvious, that it would be someone in music mm-hmm. that I w- worship. Um, like, I wouldn't mind being George Harrison. Ooh. Um, okay. I'm, I'm sure they have a- all the Beatles, but the two that are alive. <laughs> right. It out. would just be... Yeah, it would technically just be George and John. Yeah, uh, I would be I, I would be the John to your George. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, because George Hello. Harrison kind of like I can sort of do a George Harrison. It's like that. That's I more like a Ringo Star kind of. Because like yeah. his Paul always talks about... like this, and John Lennon always talked like this, and then George was yeah. a little lower, and then Ringo. I don't know. I'm trying to like see. This is me just trying to spout well, out voices. Ringo Star, but <laughs> um. Imagine there's no homework. <laughs> nice. Bravo. They put on a school band. We we did that. We talked about this a battle a talent show with all the uh, all the talented art uh, clones. But then like some of them don't have that talent. So here's something I learned, and I'm not trying to bust burst bubbles, but apparently there is a school band in the show with Buddy Holly. Um, Stevie Ray Vaughn, and uh, I think it was also Richie Valens, because oh, granted Stevie Ray Vaughn wasn't in the same plane crash as them, but the fact that they're all plane crash um people uh, people who died Victor. in plane crashes, and apparently the band was called Black Box. Oh, oh, uh, oh, oh, oh yeah. Um, okay. but yeah, I mean the Kool Aid Man is a clone. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, wait, speaking of which, last time we were talking about you wanted wrestlers to be in the high school. Like, there was, like, ma- we were I wanted saying- Macho Man Randy Savage to be the captain yes. of the wrestling team. That'd be oh, the captain of what? The wrestling, the wrestling team. Oh, the wrestling team. team. Yeah, obviously. Uh, Man, see, that's what's great. You can just come up with... The writer's room can just go to town on just coming up with stuff. Oh, so speaking of which, we were saying, like, we want to be involved with the show... Personally, I think in order to do it, it would have to be Phil Lord and Chris Miller back on the helm. And obviously the original voice cast for the main characters. Because this is the thing. Chris, uh, Phil Lord and Chris Miller were nobodies when this show came out. Yeah. Nobody knew them. Now they are, they were going to be the directors of the solo movie. And 
then Disney thought that wasn't a good idea. But <laughs> clearly they made the mistake because we're all still talking about Solo, like, yeah. all the time, right? Like, it, we're still tweeting about I, it, right? That amazing movie that everybody saw and everyone had great <laughs> things to say about all the time, no matter what. Yeah, yes. I totally saw Solo. <laughs> I totally thought it was the best Star Wars movie. Right. Get uh, out of the way, was... 4, 5, and 6. <laughs> um, I think I talked about this with Matt. I was like, Matt got really upset when I when I told him. I was like, it was all right. I mean, I watched. I liked it. And he goes, you liked it? What the <laughs> fuck, Joe? Like, you know, he gets really on his You have a, about a positive Jonas, opinion about what something? What the fuck? <laughs> yes. You uh, like that garbage and I was like, movie? He's like, why would they make this? I was like... Well, they got a lot of money. They could do whatever they want. He goes, that's not an excuse, Jonas. I was like, <laughs> well, you know. It didn't. Oh, yeah, we got in an argument. It was like, sometimes we just make movies for fun. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. Oh, and he man. got he was really, like, no he, one makes movies for fun. <laughs> he got so upset about that. You know I what? Like, <laughs> I will argue that point. There are definitely some people who make movies for fun, not good movies for fun, but there are some movies yeah. where you see it and you go, this is a passion project, but that clearly have to be a passion project. For example, look at The Room by Tommy Wiseau. That movie was made purely for fun. Yeah, that is a, f <laughs> clearly, there's no other reason he made that except to maybe hopefully win awards. And I genuinely love that movie because it is just the perfect blend of someone earnestly trying to make a movie and it turning out like trash. Yeah. But, and then there's Birdemic, I mean, which I... is just, a that that's like, I still haven't finished Birdemic because it is truly bad. Um, so I'm just going to, I'm just going to remind everyone right now, uh, especially Matt, because I know you're listening to this bitch. People make movies for fun. You know how I know this? Because there is a fucking sequel to Jay and Silent Bob coming. Hey, out. hey, yeah. I'm a Kevin Smith fan. I'm looking forward to that no. shit. Oh, I love it. That movie is going to be made for fun. I'm going to see oh, it. It's going to be fun. As I'm going to watch it. It's the best. I'm I am hoping that Will Ferrell makes a cameo because they haven't announced him and they've pretty much found like Ben Affleck and Matt Damon are coming back for this movie. So yes. they Kevin Smith so far. And ben Affleck was supposed to be a surprise. Ben Affleck was like, we didn't know we were get, they were going to get Ben Affleck. Yeah. They got everybody. Every yeah. single person that's ever been in the original movie. And they're making it almost like a joke of the MCU where it's the Kevin Smith, the View universe, as they call it. Yeah. Where it's yeah. people from Mallrats. Mm. It's people from Chasing Amy. But it's he, people from he's Dogma. he's been doing that forever. He's been doing that forever. Well, Jane and it, Bob were always the constants. And there were sometimes a cameo at the end of one movie or another like I think in Jay and Silent Bob, they had some of the chasing Amy gags, like I'm I'm not a tracer, I'm an anchor, that kind yeah, of thing. Or, or the cha they were like, why didn't they make that movie about you and right, Robin kind of thing. Um, but the fact, but they also, I mean, because Ben Affleck has played multiple characters. Correct. I same and, with Matt Damon in his movie and Matt Damon and uh, Jason Lee. So they had he in Jay and Silent Bob, he has had them played those characters in his universe that's true which is great either um, way i'm super psyched for it. it's gonna be so funny and dumb yes but uh i will say that uh going back to the going back to matt uh and hating solo and me <laughs> saying that they made it for fun i will say that disney has not only does it have fuck you money it has 
two million fuck you monies. Like they can make two million movie, they can make a bunch of movies for no reason, and just be like, oh, it's not even a dent in our wallet. Oh, you mean like all the live actions they've had, they've done already, and plan to do till the end of time until they keep recycling the same yeah. movie every 10 15 20 years yes i'll be honest I'm, i am looking forward to the sword of the zone i think that could be amazing genuinely what yeah well sword of the stone is nice is but what why do we need a lion king movie why do we need- oh man i saw that in theaters i'll admit circle of life was breathtaking but it was it was kind of un- it was not kind of it was unnecessary it didn't add anything except some really good performances i guess by billy eichner seth rogan and chuetel Ijiofar. i yeah i heard yeah. i heard billy eichner did a great job yeah all um, three of those guys were and obviously james earl jones is just awesome it, all the time yeah i mean i, I honestly I, I felt like so cynical and i felt like i was a horrible person because when the trailer the first trailer dropped to the lion king people were just like oh my god i'm crying this remind this is bringing my childhood back to me. I'm gonna I'm gonna weep when I watch this movie, and I was like, I don't feel but, anything. But the thing about it is, th- those people weren't wrong because it was just the same movie again. Yeah. So my thing that they I, weren't wrong when I the movie. when I saw that trailer, there was one thing I thought. It was the immediate thought. I said, "This is breathtaking," but I know it's not going to hit the mark because these animals can't emote with their faces, and that's what made Which the this, yeah. the original was great. And also, I said. Plain and simple. If you take one scene for an example, Lion King had, I just can't wait to be king. And if you know that scene, it's breathtaking. They emote. There's colors. They ride on ostriches. They do all this, like, clearly unrealistic stuff. But that's what made it an interesting movie. And um, you look at the new one, and it's nice, but it's boring. I mean, that's what made Lion King pop was... The palette would change from scene to scene. It was colorful in some things. You have the green smoke out of uh, Be Prepared. You have Can't You Feel the Love Tonight with the stars. You have, I could go on a list. Lion King was like seeing the same visual scene for two hours straight. And whenever there was a sad moment or a happy moment or whatever, the animals looked the same. Yeah. But I think that the issue with Disney is that they're just afraid to try. They're afraid to take risks because they've taken risks and those risks have failed. Treasure Planet. Like, Treasure Planet is an amazing movie. Great movie. Flops. But that's a... Home on the Look Range. Look at Princess and the sucks. Frog. That was the latest 2D animated movie that kids didn't care about. And here's what's ironic. We love 2D because we grew up on that. Kids grew up on 3D. So 2D to them is like seeing black and white compared to color. It just yeah. looks boring yeah. to them. But... 2D is just truly incredible. It's a it's a great art form. I think it, in some capacities, either when combined with 3D or beside 3D, really takes on a depth that 3D can't capture earnestly. Not and not identically. Like, I think. But I if think people just need to take more of a chance on some of the stuff that they put out that was that's based off of something that wasn't more popular. Like people forget there was a Peach Dragon remake. Right. Mm-hmm. And no one saw it, and they were like, "Well, no one wants to see that." So it gives me, it makes me sad that I hope there's a sword. There's going to be a sword in Stone. Yes, hundred percent. All right, because we need that Arthurian legend, man. And I think we, it could be. We have brought this up. Yes. Oh, go ahead. I was go just ahead. gonna say it's no, good. Go ahead. No, sorry. <laughs> I was gonna say it's just a it's a great coming of age story, and those never fail if you do it right. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. But I was saying that we were, um, Rex and I talk about this. I, I bring it up all the time because I, I've always wanted to see this. It's like, why not have King Arthur meet Robin Hood in one movie? Sure. Hell, make an MCU of uh, Renaissance-esque exactly. characters. Merlin and Arthur and Robin Hood and I don't know. Little John and all that. Yeah, why not? Because we had, what, in the same year, they came out with a Robin Hood and a King Arthur. Not the same year, but two years apart or so. They came out with a King Arthur Robin and Robin Hood movie. Why not just put those characters together? Because they're kind of like modern, they're modern takes on those move on the regular story the question is you need to have basically an iron man to start a franchise of sorts or unless you want a specific the man in the iron mash that's a great movie it's good, good zorro 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 oh, damn he travels from mexico to europe why not Fuck take it. a ship league of extraordinary folk heroes Ooh. you know what that speaking of that league of extraordinary gentlemen should have been a, that i would actually welcome a remake for because that was Ooh, so yeah. close to being cool and awesome, and it's still fun. But I think nowadays I mean, it could I be amazing. It's, it's it's still cool in my opinion. Yeah, especially the, the whole Dorian Gray shit. Yes, one hundred percent. You know what they should do? They need to reboot fucking Van Helsing. God damn it! Yes, they do. See, that's what's ironic <sighs> is there are so many things that could have a great reboot if they wanted to. Because right now they're just mm. rebooting things that were successful, not that weren't. Yeah. Like, you know what was a great reboot for both the reasons that I said and just because it's a great movie? Dread. Dread is phenomenally better than Judge Dread. It wasn't a remake we needed, but when I saw it, I was like, okay, this is much better than the original. Speaking of Dread, Raid. um, Raid, yeah. It's also also Raid Redemption. It's the Raid. It's just just a raid with Judge Trick. But also, they're remaking Spawn. Yeah. Yes. That I welcome. And I'm excited about that. Jamie Foxx's Spawn, too. Really? Yeah. And it's going to be more of a a horror movie than the original Spawn. Good. I welcome it. Although, I have to say, John Leguizamo is that clown whose name I can't remember. Was a perfect casting and performance. The violator. Yeah, the violator. He was perfect. That I wouldn't. He he did great. I would almost welcome him back. Kind of like huge spoiler alert for anyone who has not seen the latest Spider-Man movie. Have you guys seen the latest Spider-Man movie? Yes. Okay. So there's a spoiler in the post credit where they actually brought back. Wait for it for anyone who's still J J Jonah Jameson, played by J K Simmons. So they can do that. I'd welcome the Violator to be John Leguizamo in the Jamie Foxx version of Spawn. I mean, he could technically even be like, I've tried this before, but it didn't work out. So I'm trying to get with you. Right. Like a meta like joke. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I welcome that. Yeah. That's totally in the bag. I want that. See, now we're pitching movies, too. This is great. Yeah. This is how all of our podcasts go. So now we're just pretty yeah. much shooting the shit. Any, any uh, nerdy news, guys? Shoot, tell me, tell nerdy me what's news. nerdy and news, and I will have an opinion of some sort. I'm sure. Um, oh, but before, like, look it up while that's happening. But in short, Phil Lord and Chris Miller need to hopefully make this again. I think it could be oh. a hard R in some respects. Uh, still keep the same jokes, but now, oh, and that's the reason it got canceled. For those that are wondering, it got canceled because, and it's I don't know if it's been disputed, but. The country of India was so offended by the depiction of Gandhi, they threatened MTV and was planning to sue them and or cancel the network in their country if they want if they didn't cancel the show. And so 
that kind of was the nail in the head or the, whatever the f- turn of phrase is. But nowadays, since you could pretty much just make a fun of anything on streaming and yeah, you'll have a small group of people just be totally offended by whatever you do. Nowadays, if you just have like what South Park does, South Park makes fun of everything. So they can't, nobody can be like, oh, you always target this. No, because they make fun of everything. Yeah. So, look, I mean, I mean, so does The Simpsons. I feel like The Simpsons makes fun of everything, yeah. too. And that's and that's so. what's beautiful about comedy is if if you target one person or thing, you're just mean. But if you target and everything and make it about how ridiculous yeah. the world is and how funny life can be, then you're just an observationalist that finds the humor in things. And that's a better yeah. way to go about being in comedy if you can. Mm-hmm. Um, so give me some nerd news. This is great. Let me news. Some- uh, well, uh, Kevin Smith is apparently going to be helming the Masters of the Universe limited series that's coming out. Wait, series you said? A limited series is what it said. It's going to be on Netflix, uh, and it's going to be what may be He Man and Skeletor's final battle. He Man! Mm. God, I hope he uses that voice. There's nothing not there's nothing funnier than an evil villain with that voice. Yeah, just the <laughs> Okay, so seriously though, Kevin Smith if you're listening to this, I will 100% do the voice of Skeletor. I'll do it on I'll I'll get paid in scale. I don't care. Just give me something. I'll be uh, I'll be happy to be a part of that project. Apparently it's going to be an anime. That would be yeah. cool. So, if it's uh, and I heard amazing things about Castlevania, which is an anime. Oh, mm. Castlevania Rex, Rex is fucking. See, ironically, I've never played the game, but I want to watch the show. But I'm afraid there are going to be references I won't get. No, you're good. Just it's watch just great. You're you you even if you don't understand the references, they'll make sure you understand. Like, there's a lot of characters from the games in the show, but like there there are characters in that first two seasons who don't even appear in the same game in the same okay. series so it doesn't even matter it really but i think matter. kevin smith could do i think if i'm curious if he's going to make it a serious take because he's done serious comics or if it's going to be a funnier take on he-man and i think it would be serious i think it looks a little more serious yeah it's called he-man master of the universe revelation are they going to give him that ridiculous as- mullet bowl cut thing I do. I, as long as he doesn't make him pee his pants, then people will be will not be upset. Why would he do that? Question mark. Because he made because he got Batman to pee his pants in um in uh, a story that he wrote. Oh, I forgot what which story. Oh. And people were really upset about it. You know what? Oh, I lo- I'm a nerd clearly, but to all uh, the other nerds, you gotta relax, man. People are gonna do yeah. things with the content you love, and and it's not like it's a, you know continuity right it's a it's, it's just, a one-off yeah. story people are going to do their own thing and if you don't like it you just say all right it wasn't my thing and then you move on because life is too short stop getting upset because your favorite character did something it's not supposed to do <laughs> um what was it oh mortal Kombat movie coming out they found they might fi- have found their lead ooh. or ryu ooh played by ludy lynn if you've seen uh power rangers the movie? The new Power Rangers movie? Yeah, the new Power Rangers movie. I heard it was okay. Asian. Yeah. Oh, you haven't seen it? No. Which... I, I not, not for any reason except I heard the reviews were bad, and when it was in theaters, I was like, 
going to save some money and spend it on something else. But I'd give it well, a it shot. Like, honestly, that movie... I heard it was not terrible, and it leads to a sequel. Been. I heard the spoiler, but I won't say it for... Because I don't have the right to say the spoiler. Yeah. I, I meant just, it. like, because I don't want to get it wrong and someone writing in the comments of your podcast, that fucking idiot well, Ben thinks... If you get it wrong, I'll tell you, because I've seen the movie, like, Spoiler three alert. Yeah. Alert, alert, alert. Um, Elizabeth Banks reveals or something about her being the Green Ranger. There's, like, that whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, she was the Green Ranger and Zordon was a Red oh, Ranger. Oh, she, like, I forgot the Zordon thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he was a Red Ranger. She, they, like, betray- she, like, betrayed him. Fun fact. Then they, did you know why yeah. Brian Cranston was in the movie? Because he, he was, was a voice in the original Power God, I love this. Yeah. I love you, too. That is so awesome that you guys both unanimously <laughs> knew exactly that same fact. Like, I, there are few yeah. people I can have this conversation with. I'm like, <sighs> Brian Cranston used to be a I voice in the obsessed. '90s show. Blah blah blah. He, I was did you obsessed know? with Power Rangers as a kid. So. Um, I genuinely but, thought my uh, cool man was the Green Ranger. That is a fact because he just simply had long hair. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen? Um, have you seen uh, Black? The newest Black Mirror season. I've seen them all. Yeah. So, so you know the um, Striking Vipers episode. Oh man, yeah, great episode, but holy that, crap! Yeah, the Asian dude uh, that plays the the Asian the Asian fighting guy. Oh, he's gonna be uh, what you call it? He's gonna be Ryu. Okay, kick ass. No, yeah, Luke, I think you mean Liu Kang Jones. Oh, Liu Kang. Sorry, sorry, I kept saying Ryu's I, from Street Fighter. Oh right, I want a Street Fighter movie again. You know what? A Street Fighter Mortal Kombat <laughs> movie would be awesome. Wait a second. But yeah, he's he's gonna be Luke Cage. Hold on. Not, not right. I want now a legitimate like they've already done a Mortal Kombat movie. They've done a Street Fighter movie. I want, get ready for this, a Cap Capcom vs. Marvel movie. Ooh. They're, I would watch that. They're too they're too afraid. They're, yeah. Really? Marvel is they're too scared. afraid the to make another too. movie with their bold cast of characters now that they've also acquired every single marvel character including the ones like wolverine that they didn't have before they could make a marvel versus capcom or capcom versus marvel and then you just introduce well they ain't got everybody yet which sucks they don't have a lot of the spider-man characters yet. that's true sony really fucked them over yeah yeah Um, Um, they don't really have they have the rights to use the Hulk in their movies, but they can't make a Hulk movie, which sucks. Yeah. No, they, that whole... It's such a messy deal that Marvel did. But, I mean, to their to their credit, they didn't know there was going to be franchised movies for superhero content. We didn't... None of us thought there'd be superhero movies every three to four months. Yeah. They, they did all that shit because Marvel wasn't as popular during the time when they signed off on all this. Now they're like, fuck. Damn it. Shit. But I'm I'm very sure that they'll eventually get all that shit back. Yeah, it it depends. Oh, look, Disney is, you know, as you know, you know, their whole thing is they're like the blob. They just move into things, acquire them, and it becomes part of their whole mass of a company until one day they just own uh, everything. Rex. Yo. You know about uh, we had me, you and me. We did discuss with Matt discuss Luke Kang's casting, but did you know they found uh, their Jax, Molina, and Raiden as well? Wait, yeah. tell me Raiden okay. first. Send me, send me the fucking link. I gotta look at this shit. Raiden is going to hold on. Rex wants me to send him this fucking link. 
Hold on, one second. Take your time. <laughs> Rex, can you start? Can you stop that? It's making me hard a little bit. So, <laughs> so I will be honest. I all I want from Raiden yeah. in the movie, just a small Easter egg, kind of like how there was the I'm the Juggernaut bitch with uh, Juggernaut and X Men. I yeah. want there to just be a small Easter egg when Raiden is fighting. He takes two steps back and then he launches forward. Ooh. Oh, definitely. Just like, that's like that. a deep cut kind of cheat code thing. For those of you out there that never yeah. played a single uh, Mortal Kombat game or have never played as Raiden in the OG version, his move, which if you had a friend, including me, that played as Raiden, they were going to fuck your shit up by cheating and there was a back-back forward move where he would just launch into you but unfortunately by the time you got out got up to make a move against Raiden he was already going attacking you so it was just basically someone pummeling you to death yeah cheap move like when someone jump when jump kicks you all exactly the time. <laughs> it's a cheap move but it's um, just what kids so, did it is uh so uh Raiden will be played by Ichi the Killers um Tadunobu Asano am I saying that correct Rex that noble asylum, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, very Asian character, no longer a white person. Thank you. Um, I always thought Raiden was uh, Asian anyway. Yeah, but in the movie, in the uh, uh, in the mo- live action movie, whitewashed two different white people. Wait, two? They recasted within the same movie. Within the next movie, oh, yeah. Boy. The franchise. Um, CC Stringer is going to be playing Melina. She's new. But the one I do know is uh, the guy who's going to be playing Jax. He's from Super. He plays um, Jimmy Olsen in Supergirl. Okay. And his name is uh, Mechad Brooks. Mechad Brooks. He also played uh, Eggs in uh, True Blood. Oh, cool! Man, I haven't seen that show in a minute. Yeah, he's a he's he's a pretty big dude, so I could see him being uh, Jax. He just see he just needs to grow like a beard and stuff to be more rugged. Between Mortal Kombat, honestly, he don't need a beard because Jax, OG Jax doesn't have a beard. He's just like a a black dude who looks like a basketball player with big metal arms. Come to think of it, I would welcome a uh, MCU type thing with either Street Fighter or Mortal Kombat. I think it would be pretty cool to just like each person, each character can get their own movie, explore their whole background and why they get into um, the the tournament. And then that's the end of our movie. It's like, like there would be a Nick Fury type. Like what's the one in Mortal Kombat? The one who runs the whole thing that always sits in the throne. Oh no, you're talking about a right. So like he'd be the Nick Fury, but obviously evil where he's like, I've seen your worth. I want you to, and then all you have X amount of movies, and then it all culminates into one Street Fighter movie, where, which would be awesome, is that mm. pe- they just like in Marvel, they have an ending that's planned, but they film a bunch of endings had, of different people winning the tournament, or you can make the tournament like they, three they separate had, movies. Um, they tried to do that with Street Fighter, and nobody was happy. But the see, that was in the '90s. Yeah. Everything was. No, no, it wasn't. Oh no, in the kidding! 90s. It was like, it was less than ten oh, years. Oh damn! Oh shit! 
Because they had Street Fighter Legend of Chun-Li come out and nobody was having that shit because that movie was bad. So, well, you know what? Someone will figure it out. Maybe Disney will acquire Mortal Kombat if they're not so like, everything's going to be kid-friendly. Because now they have Deadpool. Warner Warner Brothers needs to do something with their properties instead of just... Well, we all know their animated stuff is perfect. The DC Universe stuff is awesome. Mm -hmm. So... Even though they keep canceling all fucking their swamp shit. things, yeah. so good, and they really f- shit the bed on that. They did. Um, give this, give them the money. We don't care. It's a good show. People will like yeah, it. Yeah, they'll figure it out. There, there is a. I think I just saw something where at least I think uh, Ian Ziering was like, "I'd love the show to come back. There might actually be a chance." But it's Ian Ziering saying it. It's not a producer, so I'm holding my breath. But who knows, if uh, DC Universe becomes part of that new um, HBO Max and people start rediscovering both Doom Patrol and Swamp Thing, maybe they'll make another season mm-hmm. if it's just hyped up. Because it is an awesome show. It is. Uh, and I hear good things about Doom Patrol. I haven't oh, seen it. Oh, dude. But it can't. obviously it has to be good if Andy Tudyk is it's, in it. It is so good. Like, you wouldn't think a performance by Brennan Fraser and... Matt Bomer, whose faces you don't see emote, but yet they are still such yeah. compelling performances because kudos to the actors and the outfits. But, and I'm not, I don't have time to go through the whole thing, but the show is so great because you're taking these otherwise ridiculous superheroes with bonkers powers and giving humanity to the characters. I mean, for example, there's Robot Man, who's a, just a brain in a robot body, but the existential idea mm-hmm. that he can't feel anything or smell anything for example and he just relies on his memory so he can punch a wall but he doesn't feel it so if he is angry he can't feel physically the anger he has and he deals with that while also dealing with the fact his daughter doesn't know he's still alive in a robot body that's just one character and there are so many they explore and how they have these powers and how it also affects who they are as people amazing show amazing amazing show but anything else in nerd news? Uh, it probably is, but I can't think of it right now. <laughs> um, um, let me see. Fred and then uh, we argue with Punisher. No. Uh, any movies coming out that we should get psyched for? Any cool castings? Anything official? Um, like, obviously, Andy Serkis uh, is doing Venom 2. Yeah, I'm. Yeah. Oh, I think we talked about this. I wasn't a big fan of Andy Serkis, right? As a person, because you said he doesn't yeah. quote unquote give credit to the people behind the scenes of making his yeah. characters come alive. Yeah, he he feels like he's the one that does all the work. Well, yes, his char- he does provide that emotion for the characters, but if it's just the raw data that he that is given from his acting. It's going to be fucked Right. Up. It's like being an actor and not anim- crediting the makeup artists or the costume designers. Yeah. Yeah. The animators do so much and he's just uh, arrogant son of a dick. Ah, so. That's a bummer. Yeah. And you know what? I'll fight you, Andy Serkis. I don't give a shit if you were you were one of the smartest apes or golem. But are you going to fight him in mocap? Or... Yeah. I'll do that. I'll do that shit. I've worn mocap before. Just don't fight him like... Um... Uh, striking vipers because that could lead to something else you could you could essentially yeah, yeah, 
one. Yeah, you might find him to be a very sexy ape. <laughs> what if we? Oh yeah, Krypton got canceled. Oh, did it? Krypton got canceled, and the Lobo spinoff is no longer moving forward. Wow, that oh. was quick. And yeah, Ewan McGregor is also set to return as Obi Wan. That's what I'm excited show. about. I'm excited about that. Ewan McGregor as as Obi Wan is was perfect casting for an otherwise not good movie. Curious, mm. are there any good yeah, casting yeah. things you guys can think of that were the movie was just not good, but you were like, oh, what a waste to have this guy per- do this performance because he's so good in the role. I think, what's his name? Who played Anakin? Uh Oh, oh uh, Hayden no, no, no. Wait, wait think, oh, Hayden or the Hayden, kid? Yeah, Hayden Christensen. I think he... Mm, he did what he could with the part. I just said that about something else. Some there was another movie I saw where I was like, "Wow, they really tried the most they could with that," and I can't remember what it was. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of like, there's a lot of of movies like that where this actor is given something and they just have to be like, "Well, I'll try," and they try their best, but but it's just not good enough. It's just not good enough. Um, no, I can only think of the reverse. Where, no, no, the show wasn't even good because of that person. Never mind. Um, <laughs> you know what was a movie I hoped mm. would be good and I couldn't finish it? Valerian? Oh, yeah, I couldn't. That, and you know what? I, I like Luke Best and I love Fifth Element. It's such a cool, fun movie. And visually, it's like on mute. Valerian's awesome. Uh-huh. And Rihanna was surprisingly good in it. Because she's not an actress and- per se. Yeah, and it was very, like, I was watching Fifth Element when I watched Valerian, because it's very Fifth Element, like, all all the, all the uh, takeaways, all the, um, the, the blocking, the the shots were all very Fifth Element-like, so I was like, okay, it's like when you watch a Sam Raimi movie, and you're like, okay, this is Sam Raimi. Right. This is a, or a Guillermo del Toro movie. You're like, yeah. this is definitely Guillermo. But you know, you can. You know what? And yeah. speaking of Guillermo del Toro, I saw Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. I watched I it. Saw you that guys today. Saw, watched it today. It as was well. so okay. Yeah. It was yeah. It, yeah. It's because he did not right. direct it. He wrote the screenplay, and the guys were like, "Well, I've never seen a Guillermo del Toro movie, and I guess like, I'll. I mean, I'm sure he's a good director, but." The screenplay looks fine. Let's see what we could do with this. Mind you, the guy is now an Academy Award winning director. At I don't know if he's a uh, director that he won, but he won Best Picture for for the, yeah. for the Shape of Water. Shape of Water. And so you'd think they would do yeah. justice by his screenplay, but clearly you need him behind the camera because, like, I think the coolest yeah. scene in that movie is the my uh, my something Walker Doty or Doty Walker that monster. Oh. Yeah, the the chain, mo- the chain, the chain, the one, yeah, that like breaks apart and comes together. That was the best yeah. part of the movie. It was yeah. just a cool monster yeah. to see, but then they kind of just yeah. didn't know what to. It was just like a, it was like seeing it and Goosebumps mixed together yeah. and still playing it too safe. Yeah, 
The um, yeah. the the monsters in the movie were very Guillermo del Toro like, and, and compared to the book itself with the old strangers, they they were pretty accurate. Yeah, he yeah. he was there on set. He was he was working with the monsters. Like he he helped design them and ha- made sure that they were. Wait, uh, the monsters perfect. are real. So that's why it felt so yes. Guillermo del Toro that way. But real. then you, yeah. But then you had scenes that with these uh these monsters that just didn't feel very Guillermo del Toro there there were like a scenes where like empty space for no reason I'm like whoa what's yeah especially with the the oh yeah Yeah. and the ending I'm not gonna get into it but it was just the ending was just it also didn't make sense like why they got the girl out of the hospital and drove across the country to God knows where. I, it's supposed to be like a. Um, oh, there's a sequel. Well, I know that. We're gonna. But go I would have preferred it was more it of a vignette movie where it's different stories broken up like the books. Yeah. Like here's a st- like yeah, almost like Trick or Treat if you've ever seen that movie. Yes. Yeah, because it was it was just yeah. goosebumps, but it was it was not a good movie. Scarier. They did their best, but it wasn't very good in my um, opinion, and that's just my opinion. I thought that the actors were pretty good, but they didn't have a whole lot to work with. I hated. I, I was bored with the bully yeah. trope. The nerdy kid was hilarious, though. It's kind of the nerdy kid was hilarious. Um, the other kid was the other kid, funny. the one who had um, the toe stew. Correct. Ca- yeah. Call me crazy. Is he not a perfect candidate if they need a younger version of Jason Sudeikis? I yes. Like yeah. I was watching I this kid, I'm like. Mannerism, and he just looks a lot like a young Jason Sudeikis. I was like, if Jason Sudeikis needs to have a back and forth type movie, that's it. Augie, Augie was got it name. right. And uh, I think uh, what's his name, uh, Chuck. I think Chuck would have been a pretty. I think he'd be a really good young. Um, what's his dude? Dude from uh, New Girl. Jake Johnston, uh, Nick Miller. Jake. Yeah, Johnston. I could see that. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, but I guess nerdy news I, has otherwise been. I'm sorry. Have a, I was just saying, like, was was that kid the the uh, the 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 funny kid? Wasn't he? Was he in other stuff? I've I feel like I've seen him in so many. Not things. sure myself, but like I'll take just, your word for it. Yeah. But um, I will say this: when I was watching that movie, it felt like no one cared that their friend disappeared. Yeah. No one gave a shit that anybody. They were all barbs. Like, they were like the was, barbs of this universe. They yeah. were too busy giving a shit about Nixon. Like a cop got yeah. murdered. Yeah. And they didn't. Okay, not to this. This just doesn't seem historically accurate. But the fact that a police officer was murdered in a police station, and that there were only two people in there, and one, one of those people happened to be brown. Yeah. And that guy didn't go to jail. Seems inaccurate. Yeah, yeah. As fuck. And there's but, no, there's no like video. Also, the whole racial guess. tension thing yeah. about that movie was kind of heavy-handed. They didn't. Need it was really unnecessary. Really, it didn't even move the plot. Yeah. It had. I mean, the only thing it made it seem was like, oh, you'd hit a kid and beat the crap out of that white kid because he keyed your car and he sprayed. It. It's like. Doesn't matter what race. If someone fucks up my car, I'm gonna beat the shit out of them. That's really fucked up. 
the fact that they brought that up is the reason why I felt the way that I did. Because I was like, they have been profiling this kid the entire movie. He's going to go to jail by the end of this. But, no, his fate is much, much worse because he goes to Vietnam. Yeah. I mean, That whole Vietnam... Technically, the movie didn't have to take place in the 60s. There was nothing that happened it really that didn't. made it, it necessary. Like, except for the excuse that, oh, no, we don't have cell phones. Like, that would be it. But I don't know. That movie wasn't yeah. very good. Whatever. Nice try, Guillermo. You'll get it again next time. Yeah. It wasn't his Next fault. time, direct. Yeah, come on, Guillermo. man. I watched it for free, so... Good for you. Yeah, I had a, I had a so spare movie I. ticket. Um, but I guess that's it. I mean, we could talk about what we did last week with the Seema um, Lu thing. Oh, yeah. So, go on. So, yeah. So, I, uh, last week, there was a, apparently uh, critics were saying that Seema Lu is too ugly or not handsome enough to be a Marvel character. And so, uh, now, first, for those that don't know, uh, Simu Liu is from, most famously right now, known for Kim's Convenience, which is on Netflix, which I highly recommend because it's yeah. a delightful, fun family comedy. He's, um, I was going to say, is um, I was watch, I was reading more on the article because I was like, I didn't read this whole article. I just read, critics say that he is not handsome enough. I read the article and it comes from a video called from a guy named Asian Boss who has like 1.7 or 1.8 million subscribers on YouTube but he base it wasn't critics it was him going around China where he's from asking if if Simu Lu is do you think this guy is traditionally handsome and it's people going like yeah he's handsome or no he's not traditionally handsome he's not handsome like this person is he's not handsome like how I like them being handsome I was like well, no, they're taking everything. That's out of fucking stupid, now. and that's what the not to be like fake news, but that's kind of what fake news is: is when you distort one thing to make it a headline. Yeah. Like you take one random you seriously the shit out of everyone. because when we talked about this, I'm thinking to myself, I'd be happy if I looked even half as handsome as that dude. And why do you need to be handsome to be a superhero? There is nothing. I don't know, Benedict. <laughs> Cumberbatch is Doctor Strange. Remind me to send you, there's actually an SNL sketch. I don't know if I did send you, where it's <laughs> um, like... Why, why do... Go on. I was going to say, why uh, Benedict Cumberbatch... Why do women like Benedict It's actually hilarious, and it's Beck Bennett being like, why? Why do you guys like him and think he's... And even Benedict Cumberbatch, like, I look like Sloth from Ice Age. He even acknowledges himself that he's not the most handsome guy on the planet. But that he just has a swagger about him. But so God bless him for acknowledging that. But yeah. he was a handsome guy. I I don't know. Yeah. But that's beside the point. Even if he was like a, an and, uggo, he should be a superhero he, if, if possible. There's Toxic <laughs> Avenger. There's tons of weird looking superheroes. There's also, Jeremy <laughs> Renner as Hawkeye. Like, come on, guys. Let it go. Have come Also, on. have you seen his body, dude? Have you seen Simon's yeah, body? Right. Yeah, he's he's Jack. But I mean, like, look at Thanos. Thanos isn't that handsome unless you're into like <laughs> steroid Barney. <laughs> Not only was what's the actor who played Thanos? What's Josh Brolin, uh, aka Cable. Josh Brolin. Not only was he Thanos, yeah. he was also Cable. And Josh Brolin 
looks like the fucking Omac head from Legend of the Hidden Temple. <laughs> With the so, Shrine of the Silver Monkey. Shrine. Exactly. Yeah. What ugly people. Do you think when he gets actors? older, he's going to look like the grandpa yes. from Up? Or not a grandpa, because he never had kids, unfortunately. I hope so. He's our... He's already short. Is Josh Brolin so short? I, hope I thought so. he was like six two. He's he, really no. He's like really? five something. He had to wear D- um, single digits, single digit let fives. Because let me see. Because Ryan Josh Reynolds Brolin is height. tall, and he was standing next to him. Yeah. Yeah. He had to wear platforms. He had to wear uh, platforms to be. Uh, he's five ten. He's five. It's not that short. Okay. I mean, it's shorter than Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. It's short yeah. for Cable. It's and oh, side note, I'm upset that they did not cast, and forgive me, I don't know the actor's name nor the character's name, but the villain from Avatar with the white hair should have been uh, Cable. I could not, I, you know who oh, I'm talking yeah, about, yeah, right? Yeah. Scott, Scott yes. Lang, is that his name? That dude was the perfect choice for Cable, and they just were like, no, we'll already get the guy who was um, Thanos. Why not? Ant Man supposed to be. You want an Ant? Ant- oh no no! Ant- I'm Ant- fucking tripping. What's his? It's, his last name is Lang. Avatar. <laughs> uh, I I he would have been an okay cable. I think, I think the better choice. Stephen Lang. Stephen Lang. I don't know if someone told Stephen me Lang. or mentioned it, but they said name more than one character from Avatar, and it's. Damn near impossible. So I say Jake more Sully. than Jake Sully. Jake Sully. Name another character. Jake Sully. Like just their <laughs> Pandora, the planet they were on. It, it is. It's um, but that's that's what um, kind of movie that made billions of dollars didn't even have that much of an impact like that. We should know the whole cast. They made a world of this in I Disney. Want, Giovani- I want you to think about this. Giovanni oh, right. as Ben. I want you to think about this. I want you to think about this. Avatar came out at a weird time and it had a very specific gimmick what was the very first 3d movie jaws 3d that was the very first first one one, but i knew it was pretty impactful yeah that's why avatar was big because it was bringing back 3d even though there had been a few things that had done it before like spy kids (laughs) 3d but like great great call great call um, on spy kids i like those movies you know they just was like oh it's in 3d again um I did not think Stephen Lang was okay. a good cable. Why, I'm curious who else. I thought of because I had an idea that Dolph Lundgren. Oh was yeah, that would cable. be pretty awesome. Not gonna lie, that'd be really awesome. He's so big. He's so big and so angry and so. Is big. he that old? I know, but he that dude looks so better at his age than I will at his age. Oh, like yeah, I'm Dolph already Lundgren looking like shit. All, probably. Like it's it's just. Every day I'm looking, I'm like, oh, there's a new uh, birthmark. And, oh, look at that. I've got an extra... <laughs> birthmark? Yeah, I, I've... Yeah, Dolph Lundgren is 60. Yeah, and that dude old. looks like he's in his 40s. And he looked real big in fucking Aquaman. Oh, boy. So... I'm not going to have a... I didn't, con- know, I didn't know Jason Statham... Was- I was going to say, yeah, it's going to take an hour if you want me to talk about Aquaman. So I'm going to save it for a different podcast. <laughs> yeah. I hate Aquaman. That movie sucks, dude. Um... I, I was surprised Jason Statham's 52. Yeah. He rocks yeah, he bald, too. too. Yeah. Like, real well. He does. I gotta I gotta see Hobbs and Shaw. I don't even... Oh, I heard it's fun as fuck. Movie, no, I'm gonna go see it anyway. 
It's fun. So um, last time we did this, you were curious, and this is just me anxious. You said you wanted to talk about things we're into right now. Yes. Right. Oh, yeah. So we're let's get into our uh, one of our final segments, which is uh, what we're what we're enjoying this this past month, week, whatever you're enjoying right now. So uh, me first. Who's first? I'm cool. I can wait if you would like. Yeah. You're, no, All right, yours. so I'll I'll list these off. Do it. Um, you mentioned Doom Patrol earlier. I highly recommend if you can find a way to watch that, whether it's borrowing a DC Universe account or something. That show really is stellar. I you want it's not a waste. Uh, the Boys is gnarly. I love it, um, and it's fantastic. And uh, funny enough, my brother's very good friend is the lead in it, Jack Quaid, and yeah, oh. and. The show is amazing. I mean, the cast is amazing. Anthony Starr, who plays Homelander in it, deserves a genuine award for it. I don't care what kind of award. Definitely Emmy, but they don't acknowledge superhero stuff. But if they do, his performance is chilling and amazing. Uh, Final Space is an amazing series on TBS or Adult Swim, regardless where you watch it. It's not a Rick and Morty um, ripoff. It's its own thing, and it's fantastic. Watching The Handmaid's Tale, obviously everyone loves that. Queer Eye is fun. It's if you want some, if you want to cry or and or be uplifted, it's awesome. Fleabag, I got into and binged it, and it's just a really great self-contained movie. Excuse me, series. I said Kim's Convenience before. If you want something just like fodder, that's just fun to binge. It's like something you would see on like it's like almost like mm-hmm. Modern Family kind of that vibe, but it's on Netflix. Little brother got me into the show Camp Camp on Rooster Teeth. Not it's funny and very adult and definitely not for kids. Uh, but I recommend that. And then last but not least, I have to finish it. But Legion first two seasons were great. I have to. I just started season three and I know it just wrapped. And holy crap, that show is just beautiful to watch and so well written and definitely out there. If you like David Lynch stuff, but want it not so crazy, recommend that show. And that's at least the shows I'm watching. I could go on to movies, but you guys do your shows. Uh, ooh, just I, I just finished um, the OA uh, season two. Great show. Fucking pissed that there's no uh, third season. Uh, hopefully, someone picks it up because it's it's a great show and it deserves to have a proper ending. Um, uh, and also Young Justice. Uh, if you haven't watched Young Justice, it's so much better now. Like, it was good on Cartoon Network. It had great writing on Cartoon Network. But now that it's off Cartoon Network, it could do whatever it wants. And its writing is just getting better and better because they're they're even um, acknowledging people in the uh, LGBTQT. Um, and they're also talking about uh, abuse in the household and stuff like that. Like, just taking on serious conversation. Um, so watch that if you can. Nice. Oh, is it my turn? Yes. Um, still playing Fire Emblem. <laughs> I finally beat the first route and immediately started the next one. Okay. And I've got a whole new group of students that I'm teaching now, and it's a fun time learning their quirks because I'm I'm gonna go the the path of righteousness. And fight on the side of the church this time, just to see where it goes. Mm-hmm. This is gonna be weird. 
Um, also, I have been watching, I keep talking about Kimi Sino Yaiba Demon Slayer. Everyone should watch that show. New episode came out recently, well, like some yesterday. And this show does the thing that uh, My Hero Academia also does, where it is not afraid to show you, like, you know how, like, in anime mostly, they want to show you that, yo, this is the main character, um, they're super fucking strong, they're a badass, they're the, this is why they're the main character, watch out for this guy. Um, this show is not afraid to show you the process of becoming strong, but is also not afraid to show you that, yeah, you did all this training, but you're still not good enough to handle the situation that you're in. Like, people get fucked up in this show, and it's fucking amazing. Um, another show that I watched, did not know that this show was out until I hang out. I hung out with uh, my buddy Chris this past week. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, What We Do in the Shadows. Oh, man, I just out. heard it streaming, and yeah. I've, I love the movie. It's is probably the strongest first season of a comedy I've ever seen in my life. It's been, hasn't it been out for a while? Well, no. I mean, it can't, it, it, pr- it just came I, out I mean, it's, it's new to Hulu, but it was on FX. It was on FX. Yeah. But it just came to Hulu. So I, oh, I, okay. I cut the cord. I cut the cord. So I haven't seen it. Yeah. Okay. Um, because I just watched it. Did you watch all of it? Yes. Okay, I haven't watched it yet, but I did see a clip of it, which was, I was like, holy shit, how did they get all these people? And this is, have you no, watched I haven't, it yet, No, I haven't, I've only seen the clips. Okay, I don't want, I don't, oh, you've seen clips? But I don't want to spoil this clip, just in case. I know, I know what clip you're talking about, yeah. I'll, yes. I'll probably binge that thing so quick, it's one. not even funny. Oh, we watched yeah. it in one night, it's amazing. How many episodes are there? Yeah. There's ten episodes. Uh, oh, but they're half hour. Okay, so yeah, that's that's nice. That's I'll probably that's be done with it by right the end of the week. Um, but that is that it. That's everything. That is all I got. Just want to make sure. Oh, oh, and what also thing? on Netflix, if you guys haven't seen it, I've already seen the Rocco's Modern Life Static Cling thing. It's if you love the original show, yes. it's fantastic, and there's a really amazing subplot in it mm-hmm. that is pretty powerful considering the character they used. And I'm about to watch after this the new Invader Zim Enter the Florpus special that's on Netflix because oh, yeah, and all of Invader Zim's on Hulu, which is ironic. So you need both if you want to enjoy all things Invader Zim. But yeah, that's what's been going on. Th- mm. Those are the movies I've been digging. Nice, nice. nice. Um, I really, uh, yeah, I need to, I need, I need to watch that that movie, the um, uh, Rocco's Modern Life one. I've yet to. Uh, it hasn't pulled up on my Hulu. On my Hulu, like as a reference for some reason. Like you know, it gives me. Yeah, that's weird. Or something. Which is weird. Um, but yeah, uh, Ben, where can they so find you? you can find me? Pretty much, if you search Ben Jamin Ash, one word. It's B E N J A M M I N A S H. So it's Benjamin Ash with an extra M as in Michael. And you can find me on Twitter, on YouTube. Pretty much if there's a social media presence that I could possibly have almost any place, I'm there. I mostly use Twitter and Instagram. Uh, You can see some of my old stuff on my YouTube. And uh, if you shop music gear, you can also go, may I do this? Am I allowed to plug my business? Yeah. Uh, So uh, 
as I said earlier in the podcast, I'm from I my family business is Sam Ash Music. We sell musical instruments and sound gear. And if you uh, feel free to go to samash.com, you can also see one of our stores. And we have 46 locations across the United States. And uh, if you go on our socials, 99.9% of the time, I'm the one posting and or yeah. responding to you on Twitter or Instagram. I'm trying to make great content for you guys. So that's what you got to do in the social media realm. And yeah, that's basically what's going on. If you want to reach out to me, uh, Benjamin Ash or technically Sam Ash Music. Nice. Awesome. Nice. Uh, so uh, you can always find Rex at R-E-X-T-E-S-T-A-R-O-S-S-A. Yeah. yeah. Nailed it. Okay. I'm on Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, uh tiktok not tumblr tiktok uh, myspace you know it sucks we talked about this last time also that tumblr got bought out but they're still not putting the porn on there which made it popular guys and they sold it for everything that has porn they sold it for way less than they got it they sold it for like five no no every no 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 they sold it originally to yahoo for two billion yeah and then they sold yeah then yahoo sold it to someone else for like five million Porn makes everything more lucrative. Think about it. Every business... You know what? In a very messed up world, if Disney got into porn, they'd be the biggest porn dynasty on the planet. They'd never do it in a million years unless it was a sister site of a sister site of a sister site that's somewhat affiliated by Disney. They'd probably crush it. I think they do. There's no way that that Disney has any involvement in porn directly. And and, Okay. Throw it at me. I know we're wrapping up, but just give me a quick idea how that's possible. I don't. I don't know. I just. I've heard it. Just I, like I don't his, know it. It's only a. It's only a rumor. Disney, don't enough. come after me, yeah. okay? Although speaking of which, I would love to see Walt Disney in some capacity as a frozen head in Clone High, just circling it all back. Given head. See, that's how we do things on this podcast. Circling back. <laughs> all right, and Rex, if you wanna. Plug mine. Yeah, baby. You can follow Jonas at J O N A S C Y D A W Z, Twitter, Instagram, uh, YouTube. He's on YouTube. He's got multiple YouTube channels. He's a very popular guy. He's shaking them sexy hips on Tuesdays. Be knocking out them drawings while on a treadmill. At the same time, are you impressed? Do you want to hold his hand? <laughs> Check out Jonas, baby. He's the man. I, that's get that's actually going around in the art community uh, right now because someone retweeted it that was very popular and, and now other people are retweeting it and I I like it. Um, I'm gonna get some pool. but I'm gonna, get that, I'm gonna get that drawing Pudding. pool. Um, but yeah, uh, guys, please follow us on RJU Podcast on Twitter um, and Instagram. We have we're at RJU Podcast as well. Uh, you can also email us at the universe RJ on gmail.com at gmail.com on gmail. Um, and uh, hit us with some concerns or some comments that you have uh, or compliments. We like compliments too. Um, follow us uh, on iTunes. Subscribe to us. Uh, leave a comment, subscribe, review, uh, and rate it. And we're also on Spotify. So you could Spotify us. Is that a, is that a, is that a verb? I don't know if there's been a declared one yet. Yeah. But let's go with that. Why not? Yeah, well, I'm, I'm making it. Spotify right. us. Spot us. Spot us. Ah! Uh, jinx. Uh, yeah. 
there it is. Um, and if you can, re- leave a review or follow us on there as well. Do it, you coward. Uh, All right, Rex, if you want to lead us out, let's baby. Do this shit. Ladies and gentlemen, extraterrestrial beings and humans of all genders, please, thank you for coming out to the universe, according to Rex and Jonas, and spending your precious, hard-earned, quality time with us. We really appreciate it. If you heard something today that you agreed with, you thought was cool, you thought was nice, you thought you feel like giving us a little praise, heaping it upon us, you know, let us know. Send us a review, send us an email, send us a DM. We'll read them on the show. We'd love to hear the feedback from you guys. And we can always use that little confidence boost, that positive reinforcements to keep us going through the night and making these podcasts just for you. And if you heard something today that you didn't really agree with, you weren't a big fan of, you want, you kind of want to correct us on it, let us know. Send us on the right path by leaving us a review or a DM or an email, and we will read it on the show, and we will try to make a better product for the masses at large. But if you heard something today that absolutely, positively blew your motherfucking mind, I hope your wig ain't get flipped. You have just finished listening to The Universe According to Rex and Jonas. It is created by Brian Foster and Jonas Robinette, hosted by Brian Foster and Jonas Robinette, edited by Jonas Robinette, with help by audio producer Kyle C. Kelly. 